morning. This is Ted from Wandering Light and Dementia Talks. This morning I have the privilege of introducing my daughter who lives in New Zealand, so I think she'll probably get the long distance award of anybody we've had on our show. Um, Kelsey has been with us here for a little while <clears throat> and had a chance to interact with me and understand a little bit of how my dementia works. Um, even though I'm at the early onset, there's probably changes that she's noticed um, from the last time we visited, which actually was, I think, 2019. So a lot has happened since then. I've had my diagnosis and Kelsey's had a baby boy who is now two years old and uh, is expecting another one, a little girl. So Kelsey, good morning. Good morning. So... Um, why don't we just uh, start it out with that first question. What have you noticed um, since you've been with us? She was able to spend um, some few weeks beginning at the end of June and then uh, went out to stay some time with her in-laws and then came back um, with Teddy and, um, and then spent some more time here before going back to New Zealand. So she's kind of given a chance to see her and in, in, uh, see me in different lights. Um, we've done a lot. Uh, she's done more than me. Um, her and uh, Christy uh, definitely had a list of outings to do and they kept Teddy pretty busy. So I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, so um, as my dad said, I was here for three weeks, then um, was in um, on the East Coast for five weeks or so, and then came back for another three. And um, I we spent some time here when um, my husband was with us and we kind of had a lot of people coming in and out for 4th of July, for my son's um, second birthday. So it was quite busy and the house was quite, there's a lot of commotion <laughs> between getting a two year old off of um, you know, New Zealand time onto Central time and everything. It was just quite busy for those three weeks, getting over jet lag and getting used to being here. And then we've had more time to sort of settle in um, in August and now early September, um, just to be um, get in the groove. So there are two very sort of different segments of our trip and. Um, you know, both are were tiresome in different ways, um, and, but both were fun. And um, so sort of the first time in late June, early July that we were here, um, I sort of noticed that my dad was quite tired um, and it progr he progressively got more tired as we were here longer. Um, I think that you had some medication yeah. that you were sorting out at the time. So that was um, definitely, um, you know, something that w w contributed to it. Um, and then this time um, you've been able to have more of a routine, mm -hmm. um, which has been really helpful for you. Um, and you're able to join on some of our um, outings. Um, because with a toddler, um, <laughs> we're, we try to keep him busy. He's not napping right now. Um, we've kind of given up naps, but my dad does nap. So we try to 
work around those naps so it's just different um and so um yeah so sort of the differences that i've seen from i think i i was here late 2018 to now mm -hmm. um just more routine um you like to you know follow the course of your day you have an activity most mornings around 10 and then um you know you normally take an afternoon nap and those sorts of things but um so a very routine day um that wasn't there four years ago when we were here last so i think that's probably the biggest change um in the time yeah so, yeah i think i think that um two things one is um the medication that they were changing me on was um an anti-anxiety medication which by itself uh can cause you to be anxious or whatever and and want the routine and then and and um uh, when you came back i was on the routine or i was on the medication long enough that um, it was working, but it, it drew me back into my daily routine, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't feel anxious. Um, and and um, when I have anxiety, um, it's, it's like um, everything's shaky and I, you know, I get, you know, it just, it's, it's a standard form of anxiety that most people can, who have it can suffer from, but mine leads into depression if I'm not careful. So, um, it having the right medication to work with it is helpful um but it was clearly different the first time versus the second time um it is ironic that now teddy's not taking naps and here i i am <laughs> yeah i kind so. of figured um i mean five months ago when i booked the flights home i was like oh well my son's named teddy so after my dad's name, so Teddy and Ted, are, maybe we'll nap together and that yeah. will be a good <laughs> afternoon activity. And then sort of going the month leading up to um, our arrival here, my son was just not consistently napping. So I didn't want to plan our whole no. vacation around no. and he needs a activity. maybe nap. Yeah, he, so. he probably wouldn't want to lay down in the middle <laughs> afternoon like me. So, um, so, um, so, um, what other things have you noticed? Um, you've had enough time to be with me and noticed about, now I'm, I'm reminding people who are watching this video, I have early onset Lewy body dementia. I'm not, I don't have, I'm not in the later stages of that. Um, there is some progression that has happened over, to, uh, over time, um, but still uh, able to do things. But um, uh, routine uh, for people who have dementia is um, becomes very important um, in in um, dementia particularly Lewy body you also have a narrowing of field of vision and so you get it's very easy to get very focused which also leads itself to um, you know um, kind of uh, excluding things that are outside that 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 realm of vision um, I feel bad that I have this going on uh, with me since we have obviously haven't been together for some time and Teddy is at a, at a fun age but at the same time it's really not something I control 
Yeah. So, yeah. what other things have you noticed? You know, just an observation since you've been here. Um. So. The routine goes, of course, the routine of your day, but you can also have sort of the routine of the house um, or organization of the house so you know where things are. Um, yeah. So the counters, like they've always been, um, but are very clean and organized and when things are like maybe left out after a toddler snack or something like that, <laughs> uh, I know that throws my dad um, for a loop. So we do try and keep, you know, the clutter down. Um, I was a bit surprised that the fridge still has so many condiments and stuff in it because it makes it challenging right. to find things in the fridge. Um, but I still like to cook, so <laughs> although it's harder and harder for me. But... Yeah, well, your food has been delicious. So um, yeah, so I think. Um, you know, having the organization of the day also sort of translates to having organization of your space. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, if you're interested, I actually, one of the first coping mechanisms that I cited for people in, in an article, and also I think they, they think I did a YouTube video on it, is about um, getting yourself organized. If you have early onset dementia, uh, one of the best things you can do for yourself is uh, start organizing your closets, eliminate, you know, we don't, you don't need 20 different shirts of the same kind, you know, obviously most of us don't work at this stage in our life, uh, so less is more. Um, and, and actually, Kelsey um, is my role model for minimalization. <laughs> she uh, has adapted a minimal lifestyle for a lot, some time, and uh, I really applaud her with that. Uh, in fact, I look around my office right now, and it's really a mess, and that's because I, I didn't want to spend unnecessary time organizing it when I could be upstairs or whatever. It'll get back in order once, once you know, they go back home, but that's not important, and I can live with it. But I prefer, like uh, people would, um, I, re I prefer to have less clothing, less shirts, less I, less socks in the drawer, less, no, I don't even wear socks anymore, but um, less to choose from. And so that's probably something you, you've noticed. Um, right. And so do look up that article um, if you're interested. Yeah, I listed it as the number one coping mechanism because that lack of complexity um, gives you freedom to do other things and not feel like you've got so much to take care of. Um, and I know Kelsey and, and John are, are, are great at not, even with Teddy, of not having too many toys and that kind of stuff. Um, although we've, we've introduced a fair amount of clutter to keep Teddy entertained. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you noticed? Um, let's see. Um, I guess... Sort of the nerve pain has been um, obvious. Like mm -hmm. often at the end of the day, it's worse where you get maybe yeah. a twitch. Um, and so that's been obvious more so on the first um, leg of our visit than on the second. And yeah. I think that it, um, yeah. is related to the medication. Yeah, switch. And, yeah. so I, I have been diagnosed with Parkinson's as well. And so that... that um, uh, the jerk that's caused by Parkinson's um, 
can't can only be controlled by a certain uh, medication because they don't want to give me dopamine. They, you not you don't give people that have Lewy body dopamine. That's what normally is given to people with Parkinson's, and it's fine. It helps them get rid of the the, the shakes and the shutters uh, stu, uh, stutters, but it, it hasn't. I can't take it. So um, they've worked to try to um, move uh, change my medication or upgrade my medication. To deal with that and then it, it takes time it's all of these things are, are things that take time what what about um so um when um uh, what have you noticed in terms of how i interact with teddy i, I you know i'm troubled by i don't feel like i'm as interactive with teddy as i could be or should be uh, but i don't know quite what to do with it but i don't have an outsider's point of view I mean, different moments in time, you interact differently. Um, I think it just sort of comes down to your energy and at the at mm. the time. Yeah. So at different times, um, you interact differently, and I think that's normal for anyone. It's just probably more extreme um, with you. So sometimes, um, occasionally, you've been able to like play with him with his cars and those sorts of things. Um, but if you are also thinking about maybe dinner or um, other things like that, then um, you have less capacity to interact with Teddy, like we all do. Yeah. I mean, Singularity of focus, yeah, absolutely. Again, that going back to that, that um, uh, not, not being able to multitask, I guess is a good way of putting it. It's hard. Yeah. Um, you know, we've always talked about using your chits. It's also easier in the morning than it is in the afternoon um, or evening. Um, as the day runs on, I kind of burned up my chits from morning and then, you know, it's harder in the afternoon or evening. Um, I, Teddy and I have found something that we do very well mm -hmm. together and Teddy has become a great train buff and he loves looking at trains and model trains and, um, so he's more than happy to sit with me and we watch model trains on TV. Um, yeah. I'm afraid he's going to be disappointed when he goes <laughs> home because I don't think he's going to get to do that as much. So. Yeah, okay. uh, but um, so I think um, there are certain bondings that we've uh, adopt, adapted to that I wouldn't have thought of doing before. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, so any, we're heading towards our, 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 our time here. Any last thoughts or comments uh, for people that, are, that have pa parent, parents or loved ones that, you know, um, that are just starting? Because I, I really can't speak of dementia in a long-term point of view. I, I'm not there yet, so I don't want to pretend that my case of dementia is relative to somebody who is further along. Um, but it's, uh, for me, it's, it's, it's one thing that I've advocated and one thing that doctors advocate is catching dementia early. One, because of medications, two, because of coping mechanisms, and three, quite frankly, your family needs to know, uh, what's going on with you. If you hide it, uh, just put it off to aging or whatever, you're probably doing a disservice not only to yourself because of the first two reasons, but to your family. So any thoughts on that? Um, I guess sort of on a different note is just, um, sort of as family, um, being patient and, um, understanding and listening are like some of the bigger things that I think you can do, 
Um, and, you know, watching my mom as the caregiver. Also, she has, you know, just as much patience with now as she did when she was a younger mom. Yeah. So um, I think patience is a big thing for everyone involved um, with dementia, the both family right. person with dementia and the caregiver. Um, so I think yeah. that's, yeah. Well, good. So I want to keep it um, around our relative time. There's obviously lots of questions that could be added to this, but I think I really appreciate Kelsey, one, doing this for me. Definitely get the long distance award. <laughs> and um, I hope you all enjoy this. This is Dementia Talks. Brought to you with, from wanderinglight.com. That's wanderinglight.com. And we want to wish all of you a great day and uh, uh, be positive. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.